Hey guys, it's uh, David Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the blog site, YouTube channel, iTunes, and SoundCloud podcast where I talk about buying, selling, managing, and financing small and medium-sized businesses. This week, I got a question about terminology. So basically, someone sent in a question. They said, David, explain to me the difference between return on investment, return on equity, and return on capital employed. So I've got those three terms up here on the screen. And I've got a couple of examples here that I put into Excel, so I'm going to show you how this works. So basically, my, we got a sample company here. We're going to say that it has an EBIT, which is earnings before interest and taxes. We're just going to keep it simple. We're not taking into account depreciation, amortization, et cetera. Just what are the earnings before taxes and interest are paid? And this business has total assets of $550,000. And there are current liabilities of $32,000. And that means the capital employed. Now, let's get our head around this. If we have assets of 550, okay, that's all the stuff the company owns on the left-hand side of the balance sheet. On the right-hand side of the balance sheet, we have liabilities and we have equity, the money that the owners either retained or put in. Why are we removing the current liabilities because the current liabilities represent capital that is not put in by the owners or borrowed, et cetera. It represents capital in the company largely contributed by people we buy from. So accounts payable, maybe a credit card, charge card, like an American Express card or something like that. So if we remove those current liabilities, then, then the difference between assets and current liabilities will be the total amount of capital that's been brought into this business to work and make the business go. So this is our long-term liabilities and our equity, and this is the quick way of getting to that point. So that would mean that our capital employed is 518,000, and if we divide 50,000 of EBIT into $518,000 of capital employed, we get a return on capital employed of 9.65%. Now, who uses this number? This is the kind of number that would be used by somebody who's analyzing a business and they would probably do this if they were analyzing multiple businesses with a view of making an investment. So maybe someone wants to buy stocks in a publicly traded company and they want to analyze one versus the next, okay? So this is a tool for analyzing going concern businesses and your return on capital employed is going to vary as things come and go in the business, as money comes in and sales are made and, and debts are paid and bills are paid, et cetera, and, and as long-term debts are paid down, for example, this number is going to change over time. So let's say though that we're, <clears throat> we're gonna buy this business and let's say that we bought it for $250,000. It doesn't matter where our money comes from. We're making an investment, even if part of our money is borrowed, we're making an investment of $250,000 and we're going to get that cash flow. And I'll just use the same number for simplicity. We're going to earn $50,000 a year from our $250,000 investment. So that's a return on investment of 20%. Okay. Very easy. Now, the third term, so, so ROI is a way that we determine if it makes sense to make an investment. So we might have multiple businesses we could invest in and each requires a different amount of, a different level of investment 
and we can use the profitability and we can determine what our ROI is going to be from making one of these different purchases. Once we've made the purchase, then our return on investment, you know, we might go back and try to recalculate that based on what actually happened. But ROI is basically a metric that people use when they're at the point of making a decision, right? Should I make this decision or not? Whereas the return on capital employed is more for looking at what is going on in a going concern business, what's happening in this business versus the decision making. Now, the next version of return on investment is return on equity. So if we're going to make a $250,000 investment to buy this business, but we're going to borrow $187,000 of that money, then we're going to have $62,500 of equity. And in this simplified example, that is going to mean that our return on equity is going to be 80% because we're going to be earning a $50,000 earnings on our $62,500 investment. Now, we're looking at EBIT, which is earnings before interest and taxes, and obviously that ROE number would be affected by the fact that we have to service that debt, right? Which is why I chose EBIT to make it simple here. So here is where people get into big mucho caca trouble, okay? When they confuse ROI and ROE, and I see this happen all the time, uh, especially in certain kinds of investing speak on the internet. So if you were going to buy a house to turn it into a rental property or an apartment building, any kind of real estate, what people in that space often talk about is they talk about something called cash on cash return. So what they'll say to you is if you buy this real estate, you're going to earn back, you know, a 50% return on the cash you put in cash on cash return. What they're talking about is return on equity. Okay. Because they're talking about you putting in cash, you're going to borrow the balance because you can highly leverage real estate because mortgages are available. And, and so your return on equity could be whatever, right? But then they'll tell you that your investment is this cash that you're putting in, and it's not. When you buy anything, the investment is how much you're paying for the money generating thing. It doesn't matter where your capital comes from. It can be your own money. It can be the bank's money, et cetera. You have to evaluate the investment as, you know, I'm paying X amount of money for this. I'm going to get Y. That's my return on investment. The source of capital doesn't matter, right? Ultimately, it's going to matter as, as how much goes in your pocket, but you don't want to confuse return on investment with return on equity. And here's why. If you confuse the two, you could think that you're earning a great rate of return. Like I once spoke with a franchisee. He put like $200,000 down to buy a franchise and he was earning himself 50 grand a year. And the franchisor kept telling him he was earning a 25% rate of return. And oh boy, aren't you lucky? I'd love to earn a 25% rate of return. And when he spoke to me, I said, wait a second. First of all, that $50,000, you're doing work every day to get that money. So if we subtract out your fair market value of your wages, you're actually earning far less, like 10 grand. And you didn't invest 200 grand to get into this franchise. You invested 800 grand. 200 grand was your equity. So you invested 800 grand to earn a, a return of 10 grand, right? And so it was very quick and easy for that guy to see 
that uh, he wasn't getting a great rate of return, even though the franchisor was trying to confuse him by showing his, his basically his SDE to equity as a, a return on equity, which it is not. Anyway, I hope that clears things up for you guys out there. It's important to make sure when you're talking about financial stuff that you get your terminology straight and that the people who are talking to you and trying to give you information also have a clear understanding of what those terms are. And very often when I am talking with people, because I've got experience with all this stuff and I've got experience with people making mistakes, when people start throwing financial terms at me, I look right at them and I say, oh, what does that mean exactly? Can you explain that to me? And they think I'm being silly because they think, hey, you should know you're like a guy that works in this industry. Now, I want to know that they know. And if they're misinformed or if they're confused, I need to know that I need to straighten it out and figure out the numbers on my own. So there you go. I hope that answers the question. Don't forget to go to davidcbarnett.com and sign up for my email list so you don't ever miss out on an email or another video just like this one. Cheers. We'll talk to you later.